maybe you can relate to this. And I'm going to get personal and I'm going to make a confession. So I'll be honest, you be honest. I tend to get angry and upset with my kids the most when they do something that I did when I was their age that I now regret. Think about it. Is that the case for you? Think about the times you've gotten angry at somebody. Because today we're going to explore what angers us and how we should handle that effectively, how we should understand it, how how it happens, what are the triggers, what are the causes. We're going to dig into this. We're going to go deep below the surface of our anger and find out what's causing it all and how to deal with it in a healthy way. Keyword healthy. Success in life is when we have joy. And joy and anger cannot coexist in the same heart. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment. This podcast is about changing the world around you by first changing the world within you. Each episode lasts less than 20 minutes and is published every weekday. My passion is to share what I've learned about personal development while remaining humble and open about the fact that just like you, I often struggle and occasionally fail. I'm real, raw, and ready to reach beyond my grasp. I hope you'll come along with me. This is going to be a great episode, and I encourage you to share it with somebody else maybe who's dealing with anger and um, just kind of share it from a point of view where you're saying, hey, man, this this is something that spoke to my heart, spoke to some areas I'm struggling. See, when we're vulnerable, people are more likely to accept what we're saying. So I'm just saying be vulnerable with somebody else you think could benefit from this episode and share it with them. Here's another thing. I'm going to mention it again because I think you need it. And I'm getting great responses from people who've picked up that free report I've made available on the five fears that are keeping us from finishing what we're starting and reaching ultimately our goals in life. I found that the big grandiose goals I had, all the hard work I was doing was spent on the front end of tasks, front end of projects. I was doing a lot of work starting a lot of projects. Now, some of those projects lasted two years, three years. They were, they seemed like they should have been finished by then, but I was never getting to that very critical last 10, 5, 2% of a project where it actually starts to produce dividends. And so I was never reaching my goals. And maybe that's where you are. Think about it. And again, even with this, be honest with yourself. You're working hard. I believe you. You're working incredibly hard. But are you working incredibly hard on finishing a project that you've started? Are you completing them? I use the analogy of a vegetable garden. Are you toiling the soil? Are you building the raised boxes? Are you planting the plants, growing the seeds, and then putting the seedlings in? Are you putting in the water system? Are you getting everything watered? But you're never actually seeing it through to where you reap the harvest, where you're able to cut that broccoli off, where you're able to go in and grab those peppers and those tomatoes and the cucumbers and the squash and the zucchini and everything else that I love coming out of my garden. Is that where you are in your life projects? You're never harvesting. Because you stop too soon and you go over and you start another project. Well, what I found out in my personal life is that there are some fears, and this is just the surface of it, but there are some fears which are stopping us from finishing our projects. And I put them together in a one-page, easy-to-read report. And you can grab that report right now by texting my free gift. Send 
send the words, my free gift, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. So you text it to 33444 and you put the words, my free gift, all one word, no spaces, and I will get that report to you immediately and you will be able to start working on this. And it helped me. It was a game changer for me, honestly. Game changer. Not the only game changer, but a big game changer. And I encourage you to uh, grab that report. All right. All right. Maybe that makes you angry hearing me say that every day. <laughs> Let's dig into what it uh, what it is that's causing anger for us. Anger robs us really, truly of joy. And what I would like to do on Thursdays, and that's when I'm putting this episode out, is talk about the bigger pictures, the things that are more than self-discipline, more than productivity, more than even mindset. I'm talking about the things that make our lives complete, that make us feel fulfilled. And so sometimes there's a crossover between mindset on Mondays and purpose or bigger picture on Thursdays. But I've realized that a lot of this comes out of my personal experiences in life, why people around me are angry about things. Maybe oftentimes not even at me, I just see them angry. And I start to wonder and I research and I look and I find out what's going on. And of course, I've been a student of this for 30 years. So I usually have a pretty good idea, but I always like to make sure that I'm not just reading something of my own into the situation. Anger robs us of joy, not just joy with the others around us, but joy inside of ourselves. When we're angry people, when we're angry about situations around us, we cannot feel joy inside. And really, honestly, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care how many letters you have after your name. I don't care how many plaques you have on the wall telling you how great you are. If you do not have joy in your heart, you will not be successful in life. Now, you will have the outward trappings of success. You may have financial success. You may have educational success. You may even have relational success. But if you do not inside of your heart feel joy, then you are going to feel like your life is not successful. And one of the main things that will rob you of joy, it's not the only thing, but it's one of the main things, that's anger. And so I really want to dig into this, and I really, really want you to be honest with yourself about what you're dealing with. I'll sum it up right here at the very beginning. From what I know, and from what I've experienced, and from what I've learned over the years, it comes down to us, anger does, hating in others what we hate in ourselves, and, or, and, or, hating in others what we wish we had inside of ourselves. Again, like so many things in our lives, it comes down to that ego issue, me, and how do I relate to everything else going on around me. And that's why in so many faiths and so many spiritual beliefs, it's important to destroy that ego. I shouldn't say destroy. I take that back, please. It's important to keep control of that ego. Because that ego is an important part of us and our drive and our motivation to be the best we can be. But we cannot let it control us. We must use it to our advantage. And so we must always be in control of that ego. And so it comes down to us hating in others what we hate inside of ourselves. And that's where I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, when I see my kids doing things that I am very regretful for doing myself, I get angry with them, more angry than I normally would because I know the harm it caused me and I love them and I want them to avoid that same harm. 
and we start getting angry about it. We start feeling like we need to fix them. And here's the thing is it comes out as anger, but it's seated in love. And this is the thing to understand when you're looking at somebody else who's maybe angry with you. If you're dealing with your parents being angry about some decisions you're making, ask yourself, are they are they in a place where they, they regret some decisions they made in life that they relate? Now, it may not relate from your perspective, but from their perspective, that they relate to what we're doing in our lives. So you have to understand that and you have to, in order to understand their anger with you, so it's not just a personal attack so that you understand it at a deeper level, you need to ask yourself that. Is there something inside of me that they hate with inside of themselves? And be honest enough about that. Boy, a lot of honesty going on today. Honest about that enough to ask, well, is there something that 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I'm going to resent or regret about decisions I'm making today? Because there is wisdom in the ages. There's wisdom. And this is one of the things we miss. Boy, this is going to be a tangent. Hold on. Bear with me. Tangent time. There is this thing nowadays that we move away from our older generations. We go off to college, we get a job in somewhere else, and we raise our kids, and then we visit them in the summer or over spring break or something, holidays. But but we don't have that community where multi-generational, multi, I will say that right, multi-generational input is given to our children in their formative years. We miss out on that. And I've traveled to third world countries, especially in Central and South America. And I've seen how people live in communities where there's housing and very primitive housing, I admit, but housing all around a big central courtyard area. So you may have, you know, four or five, 10 by 20 houses in an area, and they're all around this little square and in the middle. And over in that corner, that's where Uncle John and Aunt Lucy live. And over here is where Grandma and Grandpa live. And our other Grandma and Grandpa live over there. And Uncle John's parents live over in that corner. And then you've got your kids. And there's this community and there's this relationship that gets that is built. And I think we miss that today. And so we miss that wisdom of the ages. And so our kids are more likely to accept wisdom from our parents than they are from us. And oftentimes that's because our parents are honest with them about our mistakes. So when our kids, it's not us versus them. It's, it's our grandparents saying, well, you know what? Your mom and dad made that same mistake when they were your age. Let me tell you what it cost them. Instead of just us going to our kids in anger and saying, why are you doing that? That's dumb. Don't do that. You're making a big mistake and never humbling ourselves. See, our grandparents or our parents will humble us whether we like it or not. They'll humble us to our kids and say, listen, your mom and dad made that mistake. Let me tell you what happened. And they were very regretful. So this is this is so very important that you understand this. We lash out and we get angry because we hate what they're doing and we see what the consequences are. And it's out of love. So I don't want to rehash that and go over that too much, but I want you to remember that. Again, I do a short show here. I want to make sure that you just get some nuggets. If this resonates with you, there's a lot of information out available in this area. Go dig it up and search for it and find it and, and get it and, and, and dig in and figure it out why it's happening with you. I just want to give you a mindset reset each day so that as you go through the day and you get angry or maybe your kids text you with something or you get home and you see something, you start to understand why you're angry about it. And then if it's something that you think you could benefit from, go out and get the deeper information. And again, go get 
counseling, go, to, get, go see a therapist, a, a licensed mental therapist, a uh, counselor, and get some help and get treatment. I'm not, I'm not as big a fan of talk therapy as I am of treatment. There's so many things available now. EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprogramming, I believe is what it's called. Phenomenal for helping you get through some things. Um, heard so many great stories, eager to do it myself, and I haven't, but I would love to. But I want to encourage you in that regard. So I wanted to just give that caveat that I'm going to skip on now to the next area, but I want you to be honest with yourself. If you need help in that area, seek it out. If you found out that your blood pressure was too high, you would go find out how to get it under control. Same thing with this. Don't just ignore it. Go find out how to get it under control. The other area where we have anger is when we do comparisons and we see others and sometimes it's people, oftentimes it's people we love, people we adore, people we admire and we respect tremendously and we compare ourselves to them and we see that in certain areas that we value, they're doing better off than we are. And that can drive us to a place of anger and that anger is motivated by a desire to find equilibrium subconsciously we're trying to bring them to our level so we try to nitpick this will happen a lot of times in marital relationships a spouse who's really good at keeping the house neat and clean and a husband who wishes he was like that that's an important part it's use it's not just it's not just we resent that they keep it clean is that we wish we were the same way it's an attribute that we would like to have ourselves and we can sometimes get irritated because they do it so well that we start to lash out at them when they do it. So as you're sitting at the table and you're you're done with your meal and your spouse gets up and starts to clean up, it's like, hey, uh, just leave that. I'm not done with that. Jeez, you always grab everything before I'm done with it. And I just, I just leave it. Oh, I thought you were finished. I was just trying to help out. And you lash out in anger. Maybe you just heard me reenact that and you thought, ugh, that's me. Or, ugh, that's my wife or husband. And, and you understand that that's what's going on with you. This is when we're trying to bring them down to our level in an area. This is so key in an area where we value the attributes that they have. Same thing happens in class warfare. And sometimes it's based on perception and not reality. So often people in the middle or lower classes, uh, I shouldn't say lower class because that sounds like you're just a slob, but people who are financially making less money or have less resources will oftentimes look to those who have more resources and they'll have animosity, resentment, anger towards them. You see somebody in a brand new Mercedes Benz come across and kind of not use their signal or something. I don't, I'm just trying to think of something. You may get more upset with them than somebody in a old 1978 Ford Pinto comes across and you, you just see them do the same thing. You have this animosity because you have this perception that the person with that new Mercedes has something that you wish you had, money. Maybe it's money in that situation. Maybe it's a spouse or or, or kids or a house or something. It, it, it's got to be something that you value. Maybe it's somebody with an education, somebody who is a, well, pardon the term here, I'm sorry, but a grammar Nazi, they call them. And I sometimes have grammar as a pet peeve of mine. I try not to make that public because I know I make mistakes myself and, uh, you know, people in live, who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. So maybe you wish you spoke better. I don't even know if that's right. <laughs> but maybe you wish that you were better at grammar 
And so when somebody else, or maybe you wish you had finished school and you did, there you go. That's more like it. This will this will resonate with you. Maybe you dropped out of college and you didn't finish. Maybe you got your GED out of high school. And somebody comes along who's very educated and you get angry. Oh, Mr. Know-it-all knows everything. And you start, you start having this animosity and resentment towards them. It's because you still value what they have and you didn't get it. And so you need to be conscious of that and cautious of not doing it. So you check yourself. And again, this podcast is meant to be a quick daily mindset reset where you can have your awareness raised in certain areas. So as you're going through the day today, listen to yourself, even your internal voice as you have some responses to people and what they've said to you. So so be conscious of that and be careful of that. And again, this is just to raise your awareness. I'm not I'm not here to, you know, solve it for you. And hopefully maybe I did, maybe just having an awareness. And this is true. Sometimes just an awareness will solve it or at least get you on the path to solving the issue. Maybe that's what I've done. I hope that's the case, but I don't want to have false expectations. I want you to get help. I want you to seek it out. If you want to go find a book or you want to want to find somebody who's blogging or another podcast that's doing this, I encourage you to do that. If you find one, share it with the community. Go to the Facebook page at pdesmondadams.com slash group, and that'll open up the Facebook group that we have going on and say, hey, man, I found this great article or this great author or great book, a great podcast about anger and dealing with it and our emotions, and I want to share it with the group. So go do that. All right. I hope that helps you. That's what I want you to do today. Just be aware of it as you go through the day. If it's a receptionist that you meet or if it's a coworker or a boss or somebody, watch your anger. All right. I want to finish this off before we get to that 20-minute point. And let me just check to see. I need to look to see if you submitted your iTunes review yet. And I'm looking to see. And Okay, you didn't. All right. Okay. No, I'm not going to take that personally. I'm okay. Really. I'm not getting angry at you. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Honestly, if you appreciate this show, I know it takes a couple minutes. Go to iTunes, please, and search for Mental Mastery Moment and give it a rating and a review. Five-star rating would be great. Uh, And a review. Share what it is you enjoy about the show. I would love it, and it helps raise awareness so other people find the show. Imagine if your angry friend were to have found the show and it helped them not be so angry at you because they resent what you have because they value it. So maybe that's why they haven't found it yet because you didn't write the review. I'm not trying to put that burden on you. But I do want you to realize that's how we raise the awareness for this show. And I'd love to have your rating and your review in iTunes or in Stitcher or whatever you're using to listen to podcasts. It helps in every case. All right, we're about out of time. Thank you so much. Please remember to grab that one page. It's a one-page free report, The Five Fears That Are Keeping You from finishing what you started and ultimately reaching your goals. It's what stopped me. That's why I put this together. Grab it right now by sending a text to 33444 and put the words my free gift into the text and make sure it's all one word, my free gift, no spaces. All right, thank you so much. I hope this helps you. I hope this helps you not only with yourself and your own anger, but understanding others who may have anger anger towards you. Thank you so much. May your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 